This is Rhema for Today. See, he didn't say, I am going to make you the father of many nations. He said, I have made thee the father of many nations. Faith is always present tense. These people that's always going to get something never get it. Are you listening to me? I'm going to get the baptism of the Holy Ghost sometime. I know people that's been a going to do it for years, and they never have got there yet. I believe I'm going to get my healing sometime. I know people like that who are still sick and some have died. I believe I'll get saved sometime, man told me. Bless his darling heart. I tried to get him to accept salvation now, but he died and went to hell. And right now, this morning, while I'm talking to you, he's in hell, lifting up his eyes in torment, but he's there. And yet he said to me, I'm not planning on going to hell. I'm going to get saved sometime. I believe I'm going to get saved sometime, but he didn't. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Mountain Moving Faith, next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. The Bible said, if we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and cleanse us from all unright. Oh, I know that, Brother Hagin. I know that verse is in there, but. Well, now you can't help people and them take sides against the word. You've got to side in with God to where he's going to work for me. I said, Sister, you know what's wrong with you? She said, No, you? I said, Yeah. Well, she said, I wish you'd tell me. I said, You see, you're not willing to forgive yourself. That's where your trouble is. I said, the Lord forgave you, or else he lied about it. And I don't believe he lied. Do you think your husband lied when you asked him to forgive me? And he said, all right, I will. No, she said, I don't think it is. Then I said, you've got more faith in an unsaved husband than you have in God. God said that we confess our sins. Isn't that right? Then not only that, but I said, you know what else you're telling me? You're telling me that God may have lied about it but that your feelings don't lie. Your feelings said he hadn't forgiven you. God says he has, but you can believe your feelings and can't believe God. Well, now, you know, a lot of folks don't catch it, but that woman was intelligent enough to get it, and she saw how terrible it was. Our faith must not be in our feelings. Our faith must be in what God said. Are you listening to me? Faith will work in your heart with a doubt in your head. I know some of the greatest things ever happened to me. Even receiving healing from my own body. A body practically totally paralyzed. And two serious organic heart troubles. And, a, and an incurable blood disease. And the whole time when I began to say, I believe from my heart that I received my healing, my head said, it's not so, 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 it's not so. Oh, I had trouble with my head. Did you ever have any trouble with your head? <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. But here, Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Well, now here in these, in these two other portions of Scripture that we read to you, John the 20th chapter and, uh, and Romans the 4th chapter, we have a contrast of two kinds of faith. We have a contrast of head faith and heart faith. 
You see, Thomas's faith was a head faith. You see, Jesus, after his resurrection, had appeared to the disciples, and Thomas wasn't with them. And the disciples said to Thomas, We have seen the Lord. Well, he said, I'll not believe unless I can see the print or the wound of the nail in his hand and put my finger in that nail hole or wound. And I can see the wound in his side where that soldier took that Roman spear, you see, and thrust it up under his rib cage in his left side. And that Roman spear was five inches wide at the base, so there's plenty of room for him to put his hand and see the wound in his side and thrust my hand into that wound. I'll not believe, he said, listen. Well, about eight days later, the disciples was in a room. Thomas was with them. The door was shut. And suddenly Jesus appeared in their midst and said, Peace be unto you. And he said to Thomas, Thomas, for he knew what Thomas had said, even though he wasn't physically present that day, we said it. Thomas, reach hither thy finger and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand and thrust it into my side. And be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas said, My Lord and my God. And Jesus said, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed, blessed are they which have not seen, yet do believe. He didn't commend Thomas's kind of faith. He didn't recommend Thomas's kind of faith. He said, you believe because you've seen. Well, you know, anybody can have that kind of faith, saint or sinner. That's a head faith. That, that's believing what your physical senses tells your mind or your head. See? But he said, Jesus said, blessed are they which have not seen, yet do believe. Now, look here in Romans here, the fourth chapter. You see, here is God's own account of Abraham and his faith. Paul, inspired by the Spirit of God, is writing. And he said, as it is written, I have made thee the father of many nations. I have made thee. Not I'm going to do it. Even before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead, and calleth, calleth those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he is able also to perform. Now, you can read an account of this back in the 17th chapter of Genesis. When Abram was 90 years old and nine, the Lord God appeared to Abram and said, Thy name shall no longer be called Abram, which means the father of nations, but thy name shall be called Abraham. Abraham means the father of many nations. Now get this. For he said, The father of many nations have... I made thee. Now, now think on that a little bit. I know it's different than human reasoning and human thinking. 
you'll have to meditate on a little bit for it to dawn on you. Now come back over here to this fourth chapter of Romans again, the 17th verse. It says, Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were. See, he didn't say, I am going to make you the father of many nations. He said, I have made thee the father of many nations. Faith is always present tense. These people that's always going to get something never get it. Are you listening to me? I'm going to get the baptism of the Holy Ghost sometime. I know people that's been a going to do it for years, and they never have got there yet. I believe I'm going to get my healing sometime. I know people like that who are still sick and some have died. I believe I'll get saved sometime, man told me. Bless his darling heart. I tried to get him to accept salvation now, but he died and went to hell. And right now, this morning, while I'm talking to you, he's in hell, lifting up his eyes in torments, but he's there. And yet he said to me, I'm not planning on going to hell. I, I'm going to get saved sometime. I believe I'm going to get saved sometime, but he didn't. He didn't. No, that's not faith. You call it believing, but it isn't even believing. What it really is is just hope. Hebrews 11.1 1 said, Now faith is. Now faith is. If it's not now, it's not faith. Faith is now. Now faith is present tense. Now notice this. Abraham believed, this verse says here, look down about that 18th verse, it said, latter part of it, he believed, what did he believe? He believed according to that which was spoken. He didn't believe according to what he could see. He didn't believe according to what he could feel. He didn't believe according to what his physical senses told him. He didn't believe according to what his head told him, his mind. He believed according to what God said. He believed according to what was spoken. Well, now, wait a minute. If he believed according to what was spoken, what did he believe then? He didn't have any children. Well, he didn't believe he was going to be a father. Then he had to believe that God had already done it. He had made him the father of many nations. If he believed what was spoken, he believed he was made the father of many nations. See, faith calleth those things which be not as though they were. That's what causes them to come into being. Yeah, but I've had people tell me, but they in common sense will tell you so and so. I said, I know it, but where did you ever read the Bible where it said we walk by common sense? You never read that anywhere. The Bible said we walk by faith and not by sight. You see, common sense is based on sight. What your physical senses tell you, isn't it? Isn't it? Well, common sense will tell you that a man 100 years old, a woman 90 years old is not going to become mom and papa. Isn't that right? Common sense will tell you that. But he didn't walk with common sense. He trusted the Lord with all his heart and leaned not to his own understanding. Amen. He believed according to that which was spoken. I don't know about you, but that's brought me through many a hard place. I just stood my ground and looked at the opposition and looked at everything, all the circumstances that contradicted and said, no, you don't have it. 
All my feelings said, you don't have it. My sight said, no, you don't have it. And I said from my heart, I believe according to that which is spoken. That which is spoken in God's word. I believe according to that which is spoken. I believe according to that which is written. Amen. That's what I believe. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm moved only by what I believe. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with three CDs from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, Casting Your Cares Upon the Lord. Also from Kenneth Hagan, the three CD series, Keeping Stress from Becoming Distress and the mini-book from Kenneth E. Hagan, How to Turn Your Faith Loose. All this for the special price of $28. That's $19.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And then, of course, the last of September, September the 24th through the 26th, ladies, Kindle the Flame right here on campus. It is our 20th Kindle the Flame. I can't believe it's Can been you that believe long. it's oh, been no, that I long? Can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> My goodness. I know. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen with his teaching, Mountain Moving Faith. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.